Okay, so Chubi, take it away. Hello, everyone. My name is Chubi. And I'm Vanessa, and welcome to No, no Filters, No Fears no podcast. We're out of practice. We're out of practice. That's all that happened. This is a level what elephant we did not discuss beforehand. But I think it's fair to say that it's like a level four. Thank you. Oh, four. Mm -hmm. Yes, level four. It's a level four. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to get upset, throw something and walk out. But I mean, we are talking about gender norms and gender roles in throughout time and present day and where we would like to see it go. So that doesn't always sit well with people. Remember, we are not what? Therapists. We're not therapists. We're sharing our opinions. We're happy to hear yours, your perspectives. Feel free to like chime in in the chats. We'll flash it on the bottom of the screen and whatnot. But we cannot start without, of course, a definition. A definition. I'll take it away. Hello, everyone. So I have a definition. Um, the World Health Organization defines gender as a result of socially constructed ideas about the behavior, actions, and roles a particular sex performs. Gender is a term used to exemplify the attributes that a society or culture constitute as masculine or feminine. So that in its own, they already know it's a social construct. They know- I would just like to go back. I was gonna say, the socially constructed meaning we made that shit up. <laughs> we, we did. Society, we made it up. Um, and I, it helps to get a lot of things in order, right? Always to have like a general outline of things. But in particular, I think that we've taken the, the roles when it comes to gender really out of the way of being so exact that you're wrong. And that's where like, we'll take it back to the shame episode where people start teetering on feeling shameful for liking certain things or- Just certain, yeah. Right, or- thinking that there's something wrong with them. Yeah, just because they want to wear X, Y, and Z. Um, right now in the comments, pop in a couple of uh, gender, it's so difficult, I don't wanna say, like, things that you typically associate to a particular gender. We're gonna right now just think male and female for, for the sake of that, right? That you, it's either guys do this or girls do this. We're gonna get into the non-binary in a minute. I hope that everybody in South Florida, if you guys are down there, and or uh, I know yeah. a tropical storm, and I know most of you guys are flooded, and I hope you guys are safe and well because some of you guys lost your powers. I've, I I heard, so I know that mm -hmm. is a tough right now. So to whoever is going through that, I hope it freaking ends soon because water man. Stay safe, everybody. Yes. Especially down in the Keys. This is it's it's hitting. Oh, yeah, the keys, right? So, if you're down in the keys, stay safe. Um, while we wait for the people to comment, um, I'm gonna say women can't, well, men are cars, I guess. So, women cannot like cars. Like, I love cars, cars. I love I monster love trucks. Oh, monster trucks are that fucking, I love them. So, my cousins were really into monster trucks and going to monster truck rallies. And I was like, no, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. They took me to a monster truck rally. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it in one of um, Monday memory episode. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Thunder. My favorite monster truck. Blue Thunder. So, like, it's things like that. Uh, 
Uh, what other things do we say? Like, gnocchi fancy. I hate Chewy. <laughs> so we're talking about gender roles and gender norms, Chewy. Uh, if you have an idea of something that like you've heard strictly, like women can do this, but can't do that. Men can do this, but can't do that, that you've heard throughout your life. You know, and sometimes culturally it's a thing too, right? Oh yeah, of course. It's a huge thing that we know that in, for example, in Latino families, the boy can get away with murder pretty much. Right. And the girl has a lot of rules to follow. Which and is annoying. I'm lucky I was an only child in that respect. Like I have adopted siblings, but like we're all girls. <laughs> right. That's the thing. Like boys get away with so much, but also remember what we talked about mm -hmm. that men put in that like um, pedestal as well. That that they can't do no wrong, but they have to maintain a certain like level right. of like manliness or like masculinity before they become. Right, yes. they're told, God, boys don't cry, right? Boys man up, cry. man up, you boys don't cry. You can't, you, you gotta be tough, anger. Hello, Delange. Hi, Delange. And, well, you know. better with numbers. Yeah, like that. That stupid, that stupid little rhyme, sugar and spice and everything nice. We're boys not, we're not with everything. <laughs> something puppy dog too. I don't even know it. That's how much I disagree with it. <laughs> Right, I'm like I don't even freaking know. Women are better are better with numbers. Oh no, I'm I'm pretty bad with math. I am terrible. Don't even freaking mention numbers. I don't want. Really, I've actually never heard that one. That I mean, ah, I could see it. I mean, you gotta like run the household, do the like get getting things to get. So I guess. Don't even get me started on the roles of the house, que las mujeres and women oh. only clean and do this, and men are like- that, That's interesting, and I think that might vary from like household to household. Like, oh, I am the child of a single parent, so my mama did both the things. <laughs> no, of course, but race, but if you're raised in a household with both parents- Yeah. That's the yeah. norm, especially back then, like in the 60s, 50s, especially, and all that, so- and that's that's a lot of like unnecessary. Bonus great with numbers. <laughs> uh, boys cry, men don't. Oh, yeah, that's rough. That there's that distinction, boys, men, right? So you get called a boy, and that's like a jab to your masculinity because you're just a boy versus being a man. Um. And I and guess it kind of exists for women too, girls versus women, but I think men, it, it, it hits a little different. Um, women, when we think of, it's funny because once somebody told me a riddle and I fell into that trap, right? I forgot how the riddle goes, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to destroy it. But it was a riddle about a doctor taking care of their child, right? And it's supposed to lead you to be like, what does the mother do? You keep thinking the doctor's a man. The doctor, my mom is a doctor. She, she very much, she, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we associate certain professions with a certain gender or we've been taught to. Um, a grown man can cry. Absolutely, Danny, Daniel, I'm playing her. Oh, oh, Peter, no, I'm I, I will stop. 
I grew up with four sisters, so I grew up listening uh, about the glass ceiling. So I was taught not to pay attention to gender roles. Yes, everyone has to fend for themselves. Everyone has to learn to cook. And especially everyone has to clean up after themselves. Aquí no hay sirvienta. You're a Cuban, my friend. Aquí no hay sirvienta. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody serving. What's going on in the chat? Is everybody going? Are they arguing? Have a good live stream, Chewy. Thank you for popping in and thank you for your awesome uh, nuggets of wisdom. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. In, in reality, so much of what we, we've put in boxes, it really has been like our society gets their, their ass a little tighter. We start telling people more and more, no, that that's wrong. No, that that's wrong. We keep perpetuating this. Um, I this concept, this, this, ah, the words are escaping me, right? The same way that we talk about the collective conscious, we could, the collective shame, right? We keep perpetuating that it's okay to push shame on, on people, right? Um, if you wear nail polish and you're a dude, you know, there was that whole thing of like, if you got a, your ear, your left ear pierced, you're gay. Right. Who came up with that crap? The society was a social, again, social construct. And remember, what we, said earlier, remember what? what we said earlier about um, how in the 80s, men used to wear like total full on makeup with the hair full and makeup, the powdered wigs, the heels. The heels were for the men back in the Dizzy, not for the ladies. Right. right? The nail polish too is like so now because time keeps progressing. Now it's wrong, but did you look at history? Did you see? Did you? I want. You, what makes it wrong now? The fact right. that that who says besides society, obviously, like it's men. Like, all like, it takes is a celebrity. The church people, <laughs> the church people it's say funny. it's wrong. A lot of the church people say it's wrong. This is true. That, but all it takes is a celebrity, like wearing something or doing something and it's a trend and all of a sudden it's not shameful it's okay or it's edgy right right well yeah because one person has to make it right for society in order for society to follow again but that sucks that just be, that you like something you thoroughly enjoy it it's your right. it, it helps you express yourself and show what's most authentic and true to you and it has to be seen as edgy or unique, not just, oh, look, that's so cute that you like that. That's cool that you like that. It's right. no, it's edgy, it's unique. It goes against the grain. Is right because of the past. Remember, nasty things happened in our past too. Absolutely nasty things happened in our past that aren't worth um, repeating. But what's nasty about makeup? What's nasty Whoa. about clothing what's nasty about having an appreciation for the ballet men were taught that if they liked anything over overtly cultural right dance shows art or whatever that there was something frou-frou or, or wrong with them that it made them less masculine in a way right like listening to Britney Spears if they want to fucking listen to it or Christina Aguilera whoever what cares music is music so now everything's a gender. Now, now only men listen to heavy rock and roll music and like these type of songs in order for them to be manly. Right, but and it's a lot of things that obviously we're seeing change with time, 
good. Like I was talking to Chuby before this during our like tech thing. And we were saying how in the last couple of years, I've heard a lot from a lot of my astrologer friends, a lot of my therapist friends and, and things like that. You know, that there is a healing happening, a cosmic healing happening with the masculine energy. And that doesn't just apply to cis men. Right. right? That applies to. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> um, that applies to the masculine energy. Right. Universally speaking, because I um, am a cis woman. Right. But. Female. But I have. I'm very in touch with my masculine energy and and that. And I find it very beautiful and attractive. And I don't necessarily mean sexually. I just mean attractive, like, ooh, magnetized towards that kind of thing. When somebody is in touch with what would be considered the opposite of their, you know, aesthetic gender, right? right. <laughs> or assigned, assigned at birth gender nonsense. All of these constructs. Um, so if you're a man who's very in touch with their feminine, I really enjoy that and vice versa. And now we go into this, this space in time where we're becoming more aware and more accepting of the non-binary, where you don't have to be man or woman. You can be they, you can be, feel both. And one day you feel, you know, you lean more towards another energy then, you know, more towards the masculine energy than the feminine energy. Sometimes you're right in the middle. And I have a lot of friends that are that are like that, you know. Today I decided to wear a dress to work. Amen. Vete para trabajo un vestido. Do you, boo-boo. Right. I mean, like me, like I'm being a non-binary person myself, I feel like I don't have to be in either or. Like, I'm just going to wear whatever the fuck. And if you don't like it, then that's your problem. This just sounds like a you problem. Like, what about me wearing what I'm wearing offends you or bothers you? It's just clothing, and I feel good in it, and I like what I'm wearing, and that's it. But the, again... Right. I mean, in the end, it doesn't affect how you're treat. Like, if you're treating someone poorly, I can understand. Right. Right, right, of course. Right? But if it's, if it's not causing anybody harm, if it's just someone's own expression... Shut your mouth. <laughs> like, I want to put your business. And, and going back Would you like to redo lunges? I will in a minute. No, no, well, um, what you were saying about masculine and feminine energy, they, men or women are automatically put in a box that because she's very, like, exuded masculine, she's gay, or she's something else. And I'm like, why can't she just mm -hmm. be a straight woman that just has that very, like, you know, masculine energy, just like men and they have that femininity why can't they just be straight but they're just very feminine what's wrong with that absolutely like there's and and it just baffles me that they think that because you're like that you automatically gay or you know whatever and it makes no sense like how is that even logical here um women and men can do very uh very same things you can cook you can clean you can raise children but the moment you hear a man Raising four daughters without having to run to his wife or mother or sisters, then then he's a hero. You are not a hero, sweetie. You're simply being a father, and you should be. If I, a woman, can cook, clean my entire household, and balance sixty different things, you as a man should be able to do the same thing. Sorry, this is so long. 
Here's the thing. I, I totally agree. I respect a man who stands up for his, to his role because like we talked in the past, you know, we were talking before about how also as a society, we've taught all these things that we keep like pointing men at and the thing we've also said, yeah, it's okay. You know, because right. boys will be boys. We've given that permission for a really long time to all of a sudden be saying, um, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can you can act a fool. So when men really do stand up, it, it is nice for them to be acknowledged because they so readily get compared to the men that walk away, right? right. Or to the men who who don't who don't do the honorable thing. So I do commend men that step up to do their job, but it's absolutely true. When you have a single mother um, doing all of these things, it doesn't get, it just, it's like, well, yeah, you're the mom. That's, that's your dad. Right. Well, it, it works both ways. I, um, I was watching the, the Helen Reddy story with my mom and she went to one of the managers of the club and was like, Hey, I got paid less than the rest of the band. And they're like, well, they're, they're men and they have families to feed. And she's a single mother with a little girl and they just moved here from a different country. And she was like, I have a family to feed. And he like, you can just leave and not get paid at all. Right? So, and even though that was, that was like, I feel maybe the 60s, not much has changed. You'll still see people who firmly believe that, right? But we've already started to see a, a, a shift in like women getting paid equally, but not as much, not, not as, as much, much as we should. It, it's still a, a, one of those slow shifts to see women getting paid uh, equally as their male counterparts. Step to the right direction, but it's still the men are still getting paid. And don't even get me started on the black women and then the, the Hispanic women still they're still getting paid. And if they're women, they're now two different races still getting paid differently. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I, you know, we we talk about the workplace. We talk about um. We talk about the home life, but you know, we also have to think in, in the education, right? In education, when you're starting to go to school, the, the differences that we see in the assistance that's provided to one sec one gender versus the other, right? Or um, how far ahead or special treatment in certain programs. Now, we're always, you're always going to have to like fight for your space in certain programs. Like I know you, I was in a theater program. We had to fight for our space, but it was because you had to prove yourself in a way as an artist. And that's always going to happen in, in, in a career environment. You're going to have to like prove yourself, but then you have the intersectionality, right? Of like race and gender and all of these things. And now you are fighting so many damn things that it's exhausting. Oof. Oof. It, 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 it's, a sub, it's a very tough subject because there's still people out there who do not realize that this is still happening. They don't want to believe that. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. In my job, I get paid equally as the man. I'm like, do you? How really? nice for you. 
but do you really do you really go check the numbers do you want to go actually check it because it's, you don't but to each one of you don't want to read and get yourself educated on this and you still want to be ignorant on the fact that it's happening yes oh danny i love you my mom unit i i, I wonder if you meant to write unit because i kind of like it unit, <laughs> my mom yeah. unit is my hero no shame in being a mama's boy who raised three boys one being disabled and supporting me until this day that is beautiful that is you know it takes it takes a lot ah i was about to say something and then i stopped myself i was gonna say it takes cojones right even those sayings betty white said it best right when she was like why do we talk about you know men's like about having balls right why do we talk about having balls and having women women's i'm gonna say it i don't give a shit because no filters no fears women's pussies take a beating we got babies we have all the things so tengo varios <laughs> like right have ovaries bien puesto so um, and it, and if you associate with having uh, uh balls and head balls um piggyback what danny just said um there's also another stereotype about boys or boys not being raised by fathers just being raised by moms and then there's a stereotype they're gonna be turned out gay or like uh like a fruity Sissies or whatever or right. sensitive yeah right which is i don't think that's the case just like when when women are being raised by only father figures which is obviously not uh, often the case but when they are doesn't mean that they're gonna be you know if they do well they were born that way but that doesn't mean that they got turned or like just because they were raised by a, a certain parent you know yeah. gender I don't understand that. Like, it's 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 just, it's not true. At least to me, I don't I don't feel like it is because I don't think so. I, 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 show me the science that says right. that if you were raised by your mama and you're a boy, you're a mama's boy. There's no science. <laughs> I you know there's also a lot of things, and this was a genuine. Fear. Mom, I'm gonna put throw you under the bus. You know, Jen fears that like if you have a girl, she's more likely to choose the dad. Right? Mm. I I clearly didn't. I'm a mama's girl all day. You know? And and it's mainly because you see the appreciation of the parent doing the double duty. And the double duty right. isn't because of the gender roles. It's because of the double duty of like having having the career out there in the world and making, you know, being home the begging and then having the home life of like raising your kid, teaching them, you know, not just letting them wipe their nose and touch things, like educating your damn child, right? right. And being a parent that is active in that and um, still being able to cultivate that kind of like tribe energy where your your family right. and your friends plays a part. Um, so I, I guess for me, those lines were always skewed because my mama did all the things, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I talked about that one uh, assignment that I wrote where they're like, what do you want to be when I grow up, when you grow up? And I wrote like 30,000 things and they gave me an F. My mom was like, listen here, bitch. <laughs> Almost got the teacher fired because what i grew up watching my mom do all the things right because my grandfather didn't say tu eres una niña and you can't touch the car and you can't help me 
go to the houses and put caulking on the wall. No, my mother knows how to build a house, fix a toilet, fix the car, you know, and she taught me this and that does not make me any less feminine or ladylike or anything. I don't think, I think it makes me a G. <laughs> I mean, I was raised with both my parents and my dad taught me everything he knows as well. Like cars, exactly what you just said, to build a fucking house, everything. And, you know, I was also taught, well, how to cook and clean and whatever, which I don't like, but whatever, that's just another thing. <laughs> but then, you know? then after that, it's preference. You learn though. Right, exa exactly, that's the point. You learn, you choose what you want to do. But I like cooking. I'll cook for you. <laughs> Thank you. But that doesn't mean that I don't know how to cook. It's just a preference. And, and you see, that has nothing to do with how I was raised. Because I was taught how to do it. Just, I just refuse not to. And what does that make me? I'm still a person. I'm still a human. I like it. I don't like it. We all have our preferences. Right. And everything will always fall into preference. You have your preference oh, of, of how you, you act and you dress, right? But I wonder how much that, yeah, my mom, I must admit, I was a daddy's girl. My mom was a daddy's girl. Um, I, how much of that falls into what we have taken from these societal norms to be right. girly or to be masculine, right? Right that we think that we have to choose one thing over the other because of not we're on the wrong side of what is socially acceptable. Right. right. Because of society. So it makes you feel, again, like you said, shame. It makes you feel shameful that you want to do a certain thing, but society's not going to accept it. And then there's a few of us who are like, fuck society, we're going to do it. And then we still get shit from it, but we're doing it. And guess what? Fuck society, but we're doing it. So, and it always annoyed me. And like, as, the older you get, the more you realize it's like, forget that. It's like if a woman is in a position of power, oh. right, right, or someone who aesthetically uh, appears to be a woman, right, because there are plenty of non-binary that um, they choose aesthetically to, you know, lean more towards the the quote-unquote feminine look right but they identify as being non-binary so people in position of power that look feminine and assert that that power and are assertive not dicks assertive and delegate and do the damn thing right all of a sudden you're a bitch right but if a man or a man or a person who has a male aesthetic right a masculine aesthetic is in a position of power and asserts themselves and and you know is calling the shots and they are a badass and they are a leader. Mm -hmm. They're a so I was really happy when women and um the feminine energy in general, right, started taking back that power and created those hashtags, the boss babe. Right. Or head bitch in charge. Like, you took ownership. Are you going to call me a bitch? Babe, in total control of herself. You're right. I am. I'm a total bitch. <laughs> right? So they, they, they took that power back. And I'm also happy to see the masculine energy taking that power back as not needing to be um, always angry or assertive in a negative, you know, confrontational in a negative way. Confrontational? Confrontation is a positive thing. It doesn't have to be negative. And crying or being assertive doesn't have to be 
masculine yeah. or feminine. It's a human thing. We are people. Right. You cry. You're a person. You have feelings. And you're a person. If you don't cry, then you are probably dead inside. But you are a person. So, um, Delan says, I am also a mama's girl. My mom is everything. And in, and in kind, I have to be her everything. That just made the way it is for some people. Some people respect both parents, but, but put their... Uh, mother at the top legit <laughs> my mama up here i mean i my i my dad is alive and well and i love my father very much but you know our relationship our dynamic my upbringing when it comes to him is quite different so i respect right. him and i love him as my father but the person that i see as the father figure for me was my grandfather right right he gave me that example of of that masculine what what to look at and he always respected my grandmother and gave her 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 value not as la they had a balance they understood their work dynamic you know if he, he was my, my grandmother was more than happy to stay at home because let me be very clear this is not knocking women who are um stay-at-home moms or anything like that that shit is not easy it is not easy and it is absolutely a choice that is made and they own it and it is a full-time damn job. And some of them are a, are a half stay-at-home mom and half work-from-home mom. And that right. shit is intense. Okay? So, you know, if you have a partner that you can balance that dynamic of like, okay, you're going to be out there working. I'm going to be here. But you respect them for what it is that they're doing. You don't talk down to them because they are the one at home. No, because yo, I will, I do all the things and I bring home the, it's a balance. You're doing that baby. But if I were to charge you and give you an invoice for everything that happens at home, you couldn't afford it. Right. <laughs> you know, but that's why it's like, we can't throw that in each other's faces. If we're doing it, it's because we're doing it together. Right. And if you're doing it on your own, it's so that the people around you and society supports you and applauds you and understands that it, it takes it takes a lot. There are a lot of double standards. It's important to treat others with respect and dignity, no matter the gender. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I have a question for you. So growing up. Mm -hmm. So growing up, you know, were you taught that this is what girls play with or was it just a general like nah <laughs> i mean i also had oh i adore my mom because she uh, i'm gonna read yours now in a second mommy um i played with all of the things i was i was a spoiled ass brat i had all the toys i had carritos i had a shit ton of Barbies and dolls, but I also had a lot of boy cousins and they had the cars and their little Viking games and we would play together and we were never told. I wasn't, I don't ever remember hearing, no Vanessa, girls don't play with that or girls don't do that. I was given a Jeep when I, like one of those like Jeep, they didn't give me the Barbie car. I got a Jeep. We're not going over that episode again, okay? No Monday. Oh, I'm so sorry. That. That's right. That was a sad. That was a sad one for Chewy. Because you wanted the thing. Sorry. But no. How about clothing? Like when you, when you were dressed, did you were you allowed to pick what you wanted, or were you just? My mother very much, and like, pobre, because I would sometimes choose to wear her shoes, 
like her heels and she let me changletear in her big heels for a while until mamita don't you want to like wear like your shoes <laughs> the ones that fit you but i was allowed to like grab my clothes and pick it and when i when i would be dressed I would I a mí me llamaba la atención. I liked the dresses and the frillies, but I also liked my Oshkosh Pagash overalls. <laughs> you know, which are kind of like the non non-binary wear, right? Not boy not girl. <laughs> right. My mom also thought I was going to be a boy. <laughs> oh, when you were born? Yeah, well my mom didn't know I was going to be a boy or a girl, so my whole room was yellow. <laughs> That's a neutral color, not blue, not yeah. pink. But again, why are those colors associated with the gender? Like that it I know so many like men, right? Straight men that love the color pink. Is their hue is their thing. Cuz it's just a color. And it is and they've but it took so long for one of my friends. I remember him saying like I hate like it took me a while to own that I liked pink. Because mm. of what he would hear people say. Right. Right? And you kind of like own it y te limpias el fondillo and either people that are going to be ignorant and make comments make the comments and you ignore them or you really <laughs> let it affect you and I'm glad I didn't let it affect him. So I'm going to go back to what my mama said. And the other yeah. side, I love you. Hi, Anya. I know he does. Uh, okay. We're going back uh, to your mom. Okay. Yeah. But I adored my mom because she was everything in the house and teaching us all about being a woman by example, but she always by my father's side and they respected each other. They did. They did. It wasn't like a, you know, there was respect. It wasn't a, whatever. there was a mutual respect and understanding. Um, I love the fact that my husband is more, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, Marie says, I love the fact that my husband is more hands-on with our kids. I love them, but mommy needs a break. I <laughs> understand. Preach. I love yellow. There's nothing wrong with pink. That's right, mom. There's nothing wrong with pink. Why before I wear pink confidently again? There's a saying, real men wear pink. Oh, you guys are on the chat live. Are you guys like, okay? Are you guys bored? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love it when you guys talk. Right, because we get distracted. We want to know what you guys are saying. Julian says dresses and skirts. I love pants, but the better look was dresses and skirts. To this day, I would choose pants over a sexy dress. However, now from time to time, I wear the I wear dresses and skirts too. Right, because we all can. <laughs> a real couple. Yeah, but they're talking about my grandparents, my my mom. How yeah. it's balanced, mutual respect, and yeah. Um. All my students, including my parents, thought I was gay because I didn't wear dresses, skirts, hang out with mostly guys. See, that's another, like, that's such a stereotype. Like, how? Like, that does not equate to your sexual preference. Right, that's what they call the tomboys, right? Right. It was, like, like, a bad thing to be a tomboy. That, that like, I played, I played more sports when I was younger. I never considered myself a tomboy. I, I didn't even know I was Be, a lot of the, my opinions though is because my mom never placed a name on it. Right, right. Right. But as soon as you walk out of those four walls, people start placing names right. on what you are and how you act and what you do. And if you're lucky, you're surrounded by people even outside that kind of 
um, echo what you have in your four walls, mm -hmm. right? That are like-minded, so it doesn't feel weird. So that if somebody says something stupid, you're just like, "Ay, pobre, que no sabe." He, they just don't know, right? <laughs> right? How about you? Growing up, what was your what was your experience with? I didn't even know. Then? Well, I didn't even know there was a thing like boy girl. I grew up with a house full of boys and girls. It was like 50-50. We just wear mm. whatever. We put on whatever. Obviously, my mom would dress me in girlier things, but it got to the point where I just didn't like it. I always wore like gender neutral, like colors or whatever. High school, I was I was wearing like big boots, pants, like the rapper type of thing because that's what I liked. But obviously as I got older, I got to know myself, but no, it was just whatever the hell I liked. Like I want to wear a skirt today or a dress tomorrow. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But I mean, I, I never, did you ever go through a, a, a phase where it was pointed out and it not and it could be family it could be friends it would be pointed out that there was something outside of what was socially acceptable yeah well, growing up in a hispanic household yes oh you don't dress feminine enough like what's going on like the tomboy look like you know and yeah it was always pointed out that there was something wrong but it's like but this is what i like to wear you know, right. and it's like, then they started questioning and then all this other shit came about just because I will like to wear what I'm wearing now. And this is wrong, apparently. Right. So, I mean, I never heard that, but it, I guess at certain ages, we're more susceptible to the, to the crap that we hear versus other stages in our life. Right. right? So yeah. There was a point in like high school where. Yeah certain ways that I would, and it wasn't so much the way I dressed, although I always went to school in pajamas because <laughs> this what was comfortable. But um, I, I guess I was bruja, right? Like bruja, rough, right? Or a lot of my friends were guys. And that just happened to be a thing, you know? It wasn't because of anything. I I had a lot of friends that were that were girls as well. But you know, I had a friend who shall remain nameless <laughs> who frequently would say that I was very much like a dude. And granted, I have said like, oh, I'm thinking like a dude today because there are those uh, thought processes that we associate more with a masculine energy, right? But so guilty. Under the bus. There I go. <laughs> you on the bus. It's, I, it's my bus. But... Um, I had a friend that liked to make comments all the time about, oh, you're still sounding like a guy or whatever. And at first I took it kind of like a joke. Oh, yeah, cool. Like, I fit everywhere. And then I started to feel weird about it. Like, am I not girly enough? Are people getting the wrong idea about me? Is that wrong? Right? But I never felt the need to be overly girly to like fight against that i was totally in my head about it until i got the fuck over right. and i was like no if anything it gives me insight so i'm not mad at it <laughs> but it does mess with your head when you start to hear the outside voices that shame it starts doing a little tickle tickle right because you're like what the did i do something wrong and then that's the worst part being in in 
high school and all that's happening and you're like you're still trying to figure out yourself so you're mm-hmm. a teenager you don't know what the fuck is going on so yeah and i mean i think that it's beautiful when each individual can take pride in however it is that they identify you know we did the whole pronoun episode oh yeah you know however you might identify that you own that energy and that we all understand whether you identify as a cis female, cis male, non-binary, whatever the case may be, that we all have these energies within us. So to deny something that you enjoy because it's associated to being a guy and you were born a woman or and you live as a woman because, you know, or whatever the case may be, is silly. You're denying yourself your joy. I mean, obviously not with the times we live. I mean, we understand I mean, why. Right. It, it would have been harder to expect that right. or make that call to action from people a couple of years ago because right. we got stoned, hung. So rough times too. I mean, yeah, you could be who you want to be, but like you just said, it's just easier times are not as easy as we it's, think they are. In process, in progress, in progress. Girls, oh, yeah. it's, girls, it's a superpower to have the ability to think like a man. Sometimes it totally is, and it's a superpower to be a man and think like a woman. <laughs> it, 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 eh. it's, 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 it's there. That's but that's the thing. That's when you're t- you're tuning in to that energy that we all have that we push away because no we can't be like a dude because then people are gonna think that i'm whatever i don't even know what is it that people think when you are are too in touch with your masculine energy what does it shit goes through their minds man because show me the science that it says that you're gay show me the science that says that that they're you're mentally ill. Show me that science, because there is none. I think that the judgment of others are based more on their shame or ignorance. Yo, thank you, Mama. Bringing up what Brené Brown said, right? That difference between shame and guilt. We push shame. We are each other's mirrors, and we push that shame that we might feel or misconceptions and ignorance that we may think we push it onto somebody else who is clearly very much owning their love of pink or painting their nails or whatever the case may be. Um, um, certain thoughts? We need to send the link to a special guest before we... Um... Yes, let me make sure that he is waiting. Eh, 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 eh. I'm excited to for him to come join us and um, talk to us. Uh, the link is sent already. Let me make sure that they are available. And that's another thing that I've also tried to do. And it was after a conversation uh, with somebody who I really respect and admire and love. Uh, And they told me that even though they identify as, you know, male, that they appreciate and not don't get upset if they're ever referred to as they. And he thinks that it's more inclusive. So every now and, and again, even though the person I may be referring to is not necessarily non-binary, I, I've tried to kind of like make that the norm 
because we're talking about a person. Now, when we have to specify, you know, the she or the he for the sake of now, whenever that person goes to meet this person, they know how they identify. I mean, like I, I, I fix that, but um, we also it's a we've created also the separation. I feel in like because men are like this and women are like that. And we say this to ourselves and to each other. And yes, it brings unity amongst those two, those, those communities. But at the same time, it separates us. It's like, oh, just like a man, or, of course, because a woman, she's going to be, woo, you know? Right. And that makes us so judgy about each other. Man, growing up, I always heard that you can't sit like that. You need to sit with your legs closed or you can't slouch or you need to be. I mean, if you're wearing a, a skirt, I'd recommend it. <laughs> trying to no, show you who I mean, of course I mean obviously in those obvious right. moments I'm wearing a fucking pants or shorts I don't give a fuck I'm still gonna say how I want to like you it did. makes no sense for you to tell me how I should sit or like a woman don't curse a woman should can't have filthy mouth excuse me we know that does not apply to us it is out the window we cuss like sailors no and it's like oh women can't burp women can't drink women can't what the fuck can we do? Just look pretty like a fucking trophy for you people? Oh, but that happy. was the norm. Look, and I remember Mondays with the toys. Remember what right, the toys right. were? The toys were specifically designed to make women believe that their only place, their one and only place was in the kitchen yeah, or in right. the home. Awesome. I, I, granted, I had a lot of those like little uh, vacuums and things like that, but it wasn't because that's all I was being taught right. quote unquote trained to do it was like because baja a mami a limpiar, right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> there was a dual purpose uh, uh would you like to read daniel's you can read him <gasps> guys i don't know what that means but the stone just fell out of my ring we will it's, find out what that means it's a good sign right it is purpose, yeah. Um, okay, Anil says the thing is that we're taught that certain thoughts are one gender or another's, but your thoughts are yours, and that is true. Yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly. He's right, but that's Absolutely. the thing because we are taught that it, it confuses us. Oh my god, I shouldn't be thinking this way. So then you're like ah. confused. Oh, yeah. he's here. Okay, you wanna um. Bring I'll let him in. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, everyone, hold on. Why, why would I do such an improv one? Everyone, welcome, Cesar Moreno. Hello. 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 Just a second, I'm trying to get uh, really comfy here. It's uh, you know, okay. it's the perks of the future. Future is now. <laughs> hey, how you guys? Thank you for inviting so, me. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Caesar do a little bit. I've known Caesar for about three or four years now. Um maybe more. Yeah. But yeah, that's a <laughs> no no about three, it's, it's three or four fine, years. Yeah. yeah. So um Caesar is a brilliant musician. Uh we've mentioned him on uh the show before. Uh his music has been on our playlist off orbit has been on our playlist all over the place but caesar does yeah, his own music and he does a bunch you. of other things as well so i'll let you talk about your jam cast your bands all of your things and we'll get into it hi uh, yes first thank you for having me in your show this is amazing i mean i'm super <laughs> excited to be here this is what i love this is what i love you know 
sharing experiences, um, opinions, uh, points of view. And well, my name is Caesar, as you guys know. I am a musician, drummer, designer, friend, husband, parent, <laughs> surfer, skater, etc. Anything that I can get my hands into, I try to do it and I try to do it with the best of passion and the best of love just to try to have fun, you know, just to live. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> yeah. So how um, you guys doing? We're doing well. well. We were talking about all of the things. Um, what was the last thing that we just had mentioned? Because I, my, my, my choo-choo went. Oh, um, <laughs> we were going based on Neil and about um, your thoughts and you get confused about what's Right, your right. We, they were saying how, like, we're told this is a male thought. This is a uh you know, women think like that, right? There's this whole thing now. Have you heard of being a simp, Caesar? Have you heard yes. about this? I've heard about it, never called one, but <laughs> I've I've heard a term. I understand the term, but you know what? I think I'm being a simp right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so so like all of a sudden it's, you care or you're right, like romantic right, or involved right, right. or engaged with a person and you're a simp. Oh shit! Wait, Where'd you go? Oh, no. ah, I'm here. I'm here. It's just I'm on oh, my phone. I'm trying to make this oh. work on my phone. I thought I was gonna be on oh, my okay. computer, but I took a break from the computers right there. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah. is that because a then I was working with my drums. So then I'm like, is oh, I got an interview. So gotta get there. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Danny knows what simping is. Danny, yeah. Oh, well, here I am, brother. <laughs> because I've never heard of it. Like, I mean, I have, but I haven't, and I'm like, what the. Like caring is is a thing. It's a bad thing now. It's I well, don't understand. It's perpetuating Apparently. the whole thing that a man cannot. Well, <laughs> I think so, I think I get where you guys are coming from. And let me give you my perspective as a man. Uh, like right now, if I would intend to be a little nicer to you, people would take me as oh, this guy's trying to suss a mob. Like what the fuck? These guys flirting. Like, but why is? that the first thing that comes out of anybody's mind. Yeah. Why, if I'm nice, I'm a simp, right? And <laughs> in, in, into the modern terms. And but if, if you guys are nice, pleasant, exactly. If you flirting. do try to be nice to me, it's like, these girls are just hoeing all over him. It's like, what the hell? You know? Que putería. I've had that <laughs> said. Vanessa, you were being such a puta. And I'm like, why? Because I said hello Why? to the person at because the register. Because you said hello, because you said, hey, you have a nice haircut. And Being because you have, strong, know, you're dressing nice. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> How crazy. We've even, we've even like taken value from kindness, <laughs> like yeah, common totally. courtesies. Totally. I think that goes uh, a little bit hand in hand with the, um, let me, try to put this in a way that it's not going to affect any of us because you know it's 2020 everybody's super sensitive about about anything that you try to express <laughs> nowadays so how don't we hurt sensibilities here um the way i see it is i think it's it's just how um terms try to put it's just human nature try to put everybody into a box try to have something defined so i can try to not 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 respond to you or, or try to connect to you but to have a reaction against you 
Why? Don't Whoa. tell me. I don't know why, but I feel like from a few years back, like let's say generationally, five years from now, it, it, this started growing up a little bit more, you know, where decency happened to be just flirting and flirting went to just being puto. <laughs> yeah. Why? It's really funny because now we'll see it all over TikTok, right? Where it's like yes. flash forward to the future, us talk like our generation or even the next generation talking to their kids. And it's like nobody can say anything because now the parent is being accused of sexually harassing or like right. it's getting out of hand. A little, yeah. And and that's a, a my thing is why censor ourselves into expressing ourselves? Why can't I... If we're so adamant on keeping, um, I don't want to sound politician, but if we're so adamant on, on keeping our our First Amendment, you know, the right to express, the right to say whatever is on your mind, as long as you're not inciting anything wrong, right. and and we know what's wrong, you know, right. as long as you don't know. Not a fan, because I, I guess we're in, in this like crystal generation that, you know, whatever you say, it's offen it's considered offensive, but it's really not. You know, once, as, as long as you're real, as long as you're not lying, as long as, as, long as, you, as the, you have a base and you can really justify what you're saying with intelligent and rational arguments, I think that it should be a friendlier environment that we're in nowadays i mean it's 2020 we're about we're about to pass a year that we that we have the we had the chance to evaluate ourselves as community as society as humans i mean we've been i keep the count on my calendar it's today is 239 days since at least in miami we were sent home so we've had almost a year to really reflect on what what the hell is happening in here you know and still to the day we're discussing this it's like what's yeah. going on why <laughs> but i think it goes in hand in hand with all the situation how every how the society has been developing but i guess it's it's just how revolutionary the topic is and the response of the people and, and to morphing this and trying to come from the the harshness of accepting everybody as equal, you know, which being it's we have to accept and we have to acknowledge the progress that we've made as society into accepting everybody for what they are and for their thoughts, as long as they're not hostile in, in their environment. It's fine if you want to be an imbecile with indoors i know it sounds harsh but you're responsible to control that imbecility and keep it inside <laughs> and kind and be kind kindness is karma so and then that's one of my mottos you know be kind sure you could be you could be crazy but not be stupid right. <laughs> should be and i feel strongly about um <laughs> But I have yeah. very strong opinions about this. Yeah. That's why it sounds harsh at times. In the, uh, I'm not no, apologetic, but, but I, I'm just warning you. <laughs> That's fine. No need. So not to, here. You should pose to Caesar the question you posed to me about dressing and toys and all of that. Oh. I think so, yes, growing up, how did you grow up where you, like, put in a box where, like, your toys, this is all you play with, and, like, how were you dressed, like, how was growing up in the gender roles or like with your parents, you know, 
Yeah, I come from a, from a Venezuelan family. I was born and raised in Venezuela. Venezuela is one of those countries that still to the day, for as advanced as it could be or uh, whatever you want to classify it as in society, um, it's still a very conservative uh, kind of mentality and culture. So when you were born a male, you're supposed to be the head of the household, although it's a very... It's ironic because it's a ma mostly matriarchal uh, kind of culture, you know. So you devote everything to your wife, mom, or woman, you know, the, the head of the household. But it's the man who rules, right? And when you're born a male, a male, you're expected to behave like a male, choose the male colors. I am the first of three, and my other two siblings are two girls <laughs> so i i i was born with or i grew up with pink uh barbies uh houses and you know doll houses and, and little cute things like that dresses and, and them wanting to experiment on me and and me being the male wanted to experiment on them you know with my toys and my trucks and my cars and my stuff the blue things and the black things and and the male so-called male things and the most interesting thing that happened, I think it was that exchange and my mom not preventing the exchange. Sure, guiding it as, I think on a very educated, I'm very, very well fortunate and, and super proud to have the parents that I have because they never limited, they never instilled any limiting um, kind of, uh, thoughts or uh, or gender bias ideas, uh, but always you know having in the back of their mind like, but you're a man, you have to at least you know have this pattern, this program, this attitude, this yeah. approach to life, you know, kind right. uh, that puts uh, to a kid or a teenager or anybody in development, you know, growing up, certain burden and pressures that you don't understand at the time. Because you're, you're just having fun. You're just exploring. You're growing up. You're just living, going through life. You know, finding stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the, the cool thing is, you know, back to the answer is I was able to, to, to experiment. I mean, my, my sisters all the time, they wanted to put makeup on me. And I wanted to dress them like I would dress. So they would look like, a, I don't know, like a like a rapper group with me and I would look like a boy band with them, something like that, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Just, just putting examples out there. But then, I don't know, you know, that exchange made me have a little, a different perspective and respect and honor for, at least in my side, for what a female figure means to me, you know, growing up. And then as an adult, I understood, I mean, we're not only equal, if anything, and not to label myself, I don't label myself into anything, but if I had to, to lean to a side, just because society indicates or indicated for so long one way, I'm going to go with the women. <laughs> I don't care what they say. Why? Because I feel like, okay, they already have their support. They already have their base. They're already ruling the world. So let's give a chance to those ones who are being oppressed denied 
looked as less or just or just labeled into something that don't let them go out of there and today i really resent a lot when people say women to the kitchen men to jobs like <laughs> still no we're talking about still. it that's still i, but I know see that there's been a, a heavy deviation <laughs> because we yeah. had talked we've had episodes before where we talked about toys and chuby sent me pictures of like toys that were designated to like teach women just how to be at home. Like you're not gonna have a job. This well, exactly. I remember growing up, my sisters had the little kitchen aid, the little, uh, uh, the little uh, uh, strollers and babies and all the baby bottles and whatever it is that you have to cook and prepare everything for the house. It's like, why do you have to play the house? And why do I have to play being an engineer with Lego and, and have to build stuff and have to let my mind go create stuff and then look around and say, hey, I'm hungry, prepare me something. Okay. And to be clear, to, to, the people that are, to the people that are yeah, listening, yeah. to be clear, yeah. um, and I'm not doing this to be politically correct. This is just a fact. Oh, no. It's I'm not fact. saying that there's, I don't think that any of us are saying that there's anything wrong no. with those toys or that, you know, but it's, it is a balance because that's not all, you know, the feminine energy is capable of. That's not all the masculine energy is capable Ooh, of. You're, you're tapping into something awesome. Energies. Yes. Hey, I mean, we may get a little intense and a little into deep, but we're all energy. We are energy. We are. And um, and as as a wholesome human being, if you want to be a whole and complete the circle and be happy with your life, I think you have to tap into a whole different kind of energies to really not just to understand where you're standing on, but also to be that effective being to society that you're so adamant and portraying that you want to be a leader and da, 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 da. all right try everything that is out there when, when i say trying it doesn't mean that you have to get it fully in at least read about it learn yeah. about it give right. yourself the opportunity to open your mind Find, keep your beliefs, keep your core. That's a very important. That's what makes you you. Do you. But understand that the, the, the reason why you're being you is because there's a lot of factors outside of you that are allowing you to be you. Meaning the people that surround you, your society, your community are allowing you to be you. Why do you have to then determine how your surroundings have to be? In respect to you, this is not your belly button we're talking about. You know, <laughs> this is a person in a within community within society. I mean, it's fine if you want to go live in a desert island, but then don't complain. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so, fine. if anybody in the comments has something that they want to ask uh, Caesar before we cut the ties, uh, I yeah. just wanted to say, say thank you so much for sharing all of those things. I absolutely agree. Yeah. You before I ask you your final thought, I wanted to ask you, um, so we can type it in the chat for everyone. Yes, where they can find you, where they can find oh. you. I know at super easy, and if that's and if that's too hard because I'm in the Instagram, you put at I love Cesar Moreno and you find me. Universal thing, hashtag Caesar's drums. <laughs> this is true. Anywhere you put that hashtag, I, I, hope I, come up. 
I hope. <laughs> I mean, I've been crafting that hashtag. So I should Forever. And That's what it? is? Yeah. And the Jamcast is still going, flowing. The yes. Right. Well, currently, currently, what I'm doing is well, I, 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 I'm still playing with my band, um, Of Orbit. Of Orbit. Uh, we're a local band here in Miami. Uh, we gig a lot. We're trying to fill our uh, dates as much as we can during these modern times. You know, it's kind of difficult, but hey, you know, the world's on fire. We're trying. We're still trying to play music. You know. So out of four bit music, that's how you find me too. And then I have my Jamcast, which is a podcast not as cool as you uh, what you're doing here. You know, but <laughs> hey. But we I, I don't know. I watched it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no, no. It's it's kind of like this episode. It's all about expression. Maybe not so gender biased, music biased, completely. <laughs> but yes, it's 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 all about expression. It's all about um, appreciating the beauty that exists in diversity, in uniqueness. And to be unique, you have to understand that there's a lot out there that it's not going to be compatible with your ideas, but still works with you and for you if you know how to tap into it. Exactly. Um, well, <laughs> look at me. We're right. talking about <laughs> gender rules. And this is one of those things that I don't know. I got into this when I was like 12, 13 years old. I always got in trouble for it either in school or with my parents or with my friends or whatever. And to the day, I still get judged, you know, look at this, <laughs> you know, and you. you have a nicer manicure than I do right now. Oh, I did. You know what the secret is? What? Just stay home with COVID. This oh. is a sign of somebody. Okay, that's I fixed it. I put house. the. I missed the jam cast because I'm like that. Oh, so, yeah, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for for coming uh for coming on uh, and talking. Thank you for so inviting. I adore me. you. I love your brain. We've always had such exciting conversations about things. Intense. Um, always. Guys, <laughs> always intense. I mean, if you're gonna talk to somebody and connect, you might as well do it on things that we care about not about like oh the weather's so nice that's not connecting that's bullshit that's <laughs> life life is about i mean i think the meaning of life is about your passion and intensity as long as you have those things well tied up together i think you have a you're gonna have a plentiful life it's not about the things it's about your passion and how intensive you live your life that's i think that's the only thing that's gonna get you to happiness Right. So, thank you I'm so glad much. I could share. I love you. <laughs> love I, you we hope to have you, you on again. Thank you very have a much for inviting me. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Bye. Oh, Angie. I was going to say, we have tremendo send off. Angie, you've talked about the existence of biases in your personal experience. Do you have any advice or thoughts about helping those you love break out of the mold of upholding stereotypical gender norms? Yeah. You want to go first or I want to go first? I don't know. You rolled up your sleeves. You look like you're ready. <laughs> well, I mean, just talking to them and for them um, understanding why 
to I am the way I am to them, you know, for them to try to comprehend. And if they don't understand, to ask, you know, and navigate them, give them more information, give them, I don't know, videos or definitions or something, and then try for them to understand my feelings and why I am the way I am. And if they could accept me for that or, you know, just give them information up. So much. Reading is essential, as you say. Always. Reading is always for you. I mean, I think already, by example, so many of us within our um, family and friends dynamic already by example are showing how these gender stereotypes are no longer relevant in today's society and how as much as society keeps trying to push them, we fight it. Look at how women have grown in the workplace, right? Look at how we have become more accepting of the trans community, right? And accepting that a trans woman is a woman and a trans man is a man. Right. So we've made those strides. And in us being accepting and showing love and respect and honoring um, these stereotypes that keep getting busted open and taking apart that social construct that is that are gender norms and gender roles. I that's how those around us start to learn it, too. They're like, okay, this person that I love and respect you know, has this opinion. Now, we also learn that let's agree to disagree. These are not the kinds of things that we need to disagree about. These are other human beings, right? That's not and forward. that they're not doing anything wrong. They're being, they're being active parts of society and adding to its value, right? Not taking away from it. They're adding inventions. They're adding laws. They're adding useful things that we all benefit from. So, that also seeing that, but we also have to be, I feel a little patient, especially with uh, the older generation, because it's not like they don't want to, but asking someone for who X amount of years has been X way, a particular way to change overnight is asking a lot, the same way that it is asking of any individual, okay, you've not trusted in a relate, like to, to use an example that we can all relate to, all right? Not everybody's going to break your heart. Don't pin your ex's shit on me, right? That was that person's experience for a certain amount of time. It's going to take a certain amount of experience and seeing and hearing and experiencing and learning before they can start to open up and be vulnerable or allow for that relationship to flow differently. The same thing applies to all of us accepting that these gender norms and gender roles that we've grown up with or that still so many of our parents uh, believe can be different, right? Because already they were probably the first ones within our family to be different, right? right? My mom went to school in a different country. That was just not a thing that happened in my family, right? And it was difficult for my grandparents, but they were massively supportive about it, right? They slowly, little by little, opened it. But it also took a little bit of balancing from my mom's side to be understanding of how her parents thought. Yo le tiro bombas left and right to my mother (laughs) about who I am and what I want and what I need and how I want to be different. And sometimes it's a little bit of this 
but you know where there's love and 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 desire to want to communicate and find equal ground you know little by little we can't just band-aid rip on people right. you're expecting a lot from them all at once our society has come a long way we got to pull them up and accountable to keep changing but we also have to be kind about it because if not we're just asking for them to shut down and not want to change and that applies to our you know to our loved ones but like we always said it always starts at home so that's the first step mm -hmm. i mean they're there you know try to educate them as much as we can and then like you said little by little baby steps still lead you forward so like you said we're here now so we going to keep getting and it there. is difficult expect tears <laughs> expect tears and expect some fights you right. know but but lin, 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 lin. we try to re re reel it back. when it's from the heart you know that you care for this person and you're willing to sit there and listen that's all that matters like yes i don't understand your point of view you don't understand mine i don't understand what's going on but can you sit here and listen to me hold space hold space hold space i mean can we agree chubby that sometimes this gender thing because it's in deep in all of us even those who fight against you know the gender binary or whatever the case may be it is in deep in all of us these roles these norms that we catch ourselves right saying things that go against what we might believe in general right, right? But we don't mean to, or we don't mean to be offensive to, to our beliefs or, you know, or abandon our beliefs in any way. It's, it's in that deep in all of us. So I feel like it's safe to say, you know, it's, it's a little, it doesn't make sense to any of us sometimes how we might feel or why we feel the way we feel or believe the way we feel about a particular gender like or preference or why we lean more towards one energy or another. It's, but the same way that we, you know, try to, with the show, we always talk about kindness and, you know, normalizing certain things. It's right. to normalize that nothing's really normal. Nothing is normal. We made that shit up. <laughs> Social construct. There we go again. It is true. That, that is the truth that most people do not understand. We made everything that we live in right now, we made all this up, and yet you're fighting me against it. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree that they're like having parameters. So for safety, right? Health safety, life safety, for, you know, for harmony, you know, understanding, those kinds of things. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Law, but if in one way, hurts anyone i think we're, we we lose track of of what it is to be human right. and for the the human race right for the people so right. i'll leave that right there before we... i start getting rose i gotta start crying <laughs> no no all i'm saying is that today. be kind right. be, be kind and just if you don't understand something learn it you know, like educate yourself on it. And if you're confused, just ask the person that you're confused. Hey, listen, I don't understand something. 
Pero don't go out of your way to be a dick, okay? Don't go out of your way to be a, a nasty person to the to 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 whoever just because. Hablando, you are entiende la gente. Exactly. Simple as that. I mean, it sounds simple, but apparently it's not. So. And it's also as simple as if you don't like it, you don't have to associate with that person. Right? You don't like it? You don't have to be a dick. You don't have to go out of your way to make their life impossible or to make them feel ashamed of who they've chosen to be. Now, I'm not saying be kind to a murderer. That's a different story. But we know what we're talking about. I think we're logical people. I think we are. Right, we're not talking about that. Go on, see. Peter. Go ahead, read Peter's. I'm mad at Peter. I'm um, sorry you're mad. I'm at kidding. Peter. I love you, Peter. I love you. Uh, Tell me people about you. Argue others' lives, uh, norms. We all live differently, think differently. That's human. Just accept one another. This chat is lagging for me, so I don't know how, how late it might be. <laughs> I don't know why I read no. that. You see? I knew <laughs> I liked Peter. That's the Peter That's I like Peter. when he says things like that. But it's true, just accept one another, but it's so hard because like you said, we've been ingrained in our system since we were born in this society that these are the norms, this is what's happening, this is how you need to act. And like you said, what is it? We're reframing every single day. Like our mind. She used it, the hashtag reframing. So we're doing that every day. And it's like, it's hard for some people to, you know, let go of their old thoughts and be like, Okay, I have space for new thoughts, but I feel uncomfortable with these new thoughts. Is it okay to to think like that? That's also yeah. And I don't think we give enough credit. No, don't do it, Peter. I was liking you again. I think it's also fair to give credit, and this is why I say arts are essential. Give credit to. I'm not talking about the media. I'm talking about um, <laughs> creators, right? I'm talking about film, talking about theater, I'm talking about books, I'm talking about art, photography, paintings, etc. that are becoming more representative about what society actually looks like, right? And that means um, large bodies, very thin frames. That means long hair on men, short hair on women. That means seeing transgender properly represented in films. That means seeing queer culture as just culture. Right. And that means seeing um, interracial couples as just being couples, right? And, and seeing how um, the Hispanic community has added value, seeing how our European, um, you know, uh, the, the European influence in our great nation, seeing um, how black culture is a culture that has been significant, seeing all of these things, right, as the norm and seeing it represented constantly, you're going to have the people that push back and, and, and you choose, I'm not going to watch that, I'm not going to watch that. But little by little, we're starting to see, even in the most mainstream things, we are starting to see, you know, that it's not being pointed out that, oh, it's the fat friend or the black friend or the Latino friend. They're just right. a friend. We're just starting to see these kinds of things. And we're starting to see the CEO is 
the woman, it's not the man. And you know, the man is the administrative assistant who falls in love with the CEO boss, right? It's starting to flip, right? And the more we start to see that, the more it becomes the norm for us as well, right? And the more it makes us believe, oh, I could be that CEO, right? So uh, to give credit to pro what proper representation can do, right? If people aren't willing right. to go out and do the Google search themselves, you know, I'm happy to see that creators are putting it out there and trying to make it a part of the everyday narrative. Right, people gotta see it. It's gonna happen. Yep. Bueno, mi gente. Right. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm not gonna go too heavy into Music Monday uh, because we know there's a playlist. It's interactive. This playlist is fuego. I like this playlist. <laughs> not only does it have artists that have fought uh, you know, the gender norms like Boy George, David Bowie, uh, uh, Madonna, Gaga, Lady Gaga, um, right? Yeah. But it has songs that talk about, you know, those, the gender dichotomies that we hear about all the time. Uh, Jesus, what kind of fantasy are you sharing live here? She's abusing the topic. No, what am I abusing? <laughs> I, I guess he's going back to um he has to bring one back so you can hate him. I don't know. Listen, just go listen to you the playlist. It. Just listen to the playlist. The music is awesome. Okay. And add to it. And yes, especially add to it. So oh you lagged. I don't know Any where you were. No, I didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> I got lost. I'm like, what? Final Any thought? final thoughts from you? Respect one another. Ask questions. Educate yourself. Reading is essential. You know, how many times do I have to say it? It is essential. See, look at it. Look at it. And just, if you don't know how and to... get your mug. Get your mug. <laughs> of course, the shameless plug. And, and that's another thing. Just be who you want to be. And I know that it's going to be rough out there. We all been through it. But what are you going to do? Hide yourself in the box forever? Poke, start poking holes. Get out of it. Because other than that, you're just going to suffer at the end of, you know, your mental health and, and who you are. So just be yourself. And sometimes it doesn't take too much explanation, I feel. Right? No. It doesn't take explanation. If you... I want to sh break those stereotypes and share with your loved ones what it just show them. If you are that, just be that. And they love you, they support you. So they're going to be like, hey, pero las niñas no hacen eso, pero mira que bien lo hace. Look, right? Girls don't do that or boys don't do that, but look how well they're doing it. Um, and it stops being about the what gets done by a particular gender and what doesn't, and just becomes about how well the person that they love and respect and support right. is doing it. And that's it. That's it. Sometimes there doesn't need to be so much conversation. Right. <laughs> so that's it. You already know, guys. Stay fearless. Stay fearless.